The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Gaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Hey, it's Monday, December 11th. Countdown to Christmas and Andrew Gross returning. Uh, let's see if I remember how to do this. I think I talked hey, into this thing right here. Hey, Jay, how was the week without me? Uh, it was it was good. Good. Yeah, Glad to it, hear it. It, it was uh, everything uh, went well. Good. It's just a different show, as yep. we both know, when we're flying solo. That's it's a right. Different show, but yep. uh, glad to have you back. And I'm I'm really actually thrilled um, more than anything that you were able to find your way to this address at the appropriate time you know, to be here today. I'm not sure that uh, it's appropriate to make fun of someone's senility, but <laughs> so I don't know what's going on with me. I can only attributed to this, that I knew I was going to be gone for a week in <laughs> Vegas. And so typically what I do, the as you know, because I do it from my desk, did it again today, I phone whatever comedy customers I have for the weekend. Yeah. I go over the requirements for the show. <laughs> but I didn't want I didn't want to phone them from Vegas, so I went two weeks in advance. Yep. Right? And once I do that, I make notes on the contracts, mm-hmm. and then it goes to a different filing system, which means the next shows up were next weekends. So on Friday night, um, Friday afternoon, I started heading to my show in Saskatoon. Yeah, you texted me on my way yeah, to Saskatoon. on my way on the highway. I like okay. to let you know, because you're the only person that I know, the only person in my circle that actually cares when I'm on the highway. So I it's do, nice. I, I worry about it. And, and it's nice. Like, it's I t- like, let me know when you're home. I usually text you a picture of the welcome to whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, text you at four in the morning and say I'm home. So I leave for Saskatoon. And about two hours into the drive, I'm almost, uh, I'm pretty much Lloyd Minster. Um, <laughs> the customer phones, just to go over some last minute details, and I learn that my show's in Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? What? So, I, you're what? And so, I just turned around and not sped, diligently drove, aggressively got back to Edmonton with minutes to spare. Uh, to get to the show, which it turns out it was sort of like a dream. I, I often say, you know, when you have a dream and you tell somebody about it, mm-hmm. it makes sense as you're saying it, but it makes no sense as you're listening to it. So that's what this story is. So I drive almost halfway to Saskatoon, pull a Yui, come all the way back to Edmonton, <laughs> run into the building. And who have I run into? Uh, Brendan Ulrich from Oilers Now. <laughs> who you just heard on I- who you just heard, yeah. stuff. He's there on a first or second date with a, a beautiful young girl. And so I go in and I talk to the customer, I talk to Brendan, and I'm sort of, you know, a little scattered, and I, I start the show, and I get to the point where I'm talking about marriage, and, uh, well, that's my whole show, but I'm talking about getting engaged, <laughs> and for whatever reason, I just said, in fact, Brendan Ulrich has something he'd like to say oh. to his date. <laughs> yeah, and then I said, Brendan, take it away, and I just backed up, and the whole room was just in... They were like, oh, here comes, we're going to see a proposal. We're going to see a proposal at the company Christmas party. Uh, who apparently this girl works for because Brenda doesn't. It wasn't our Christmas party. But I've never seen a guy... <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a guy go that white. That quickly? Oh, my goodness. I thought we were going to have to resuscitate him. Um, but uh, then I just told the crowd we were kidding. Now, but I waited long enough. And then Saturday night, I went here, to the wrong... Yeah. Right here, yeah. And, he, and then here's the thing. This just wasn't a one-off. You did the same thing Saturday night. It was crazy. And I blame the Oilers for this. So the Oilers are just dominating the Canadians. And I looked and I saw Royal Executive Hotel. 
Yes. For my Saturday night show, 8.15. I thought, that's perfect. I'll be able to catch the first two periods, and then I'll listen on 6.30 Chet to the third. So, as you well know, it wrapped up at about quarter to eight. So, I tend to get to shows. I like to get to shows about a half hour early. You can do a little corrections. You know, maybe the lights aren't quite where they should be, or the mic's not quite set up right, or the board needs a little fine-tuning. So, a half hour is all I need for that. So, I waited. I wanted to hear some of the post-game as well. So at 10 to 8, I looked at the sheet uh, to see what the name of the uh, lady was who had hired me so I can go introduce myself to her. And that's when, for the first time, the word NISCU jumped out at me. Oh. I didn't, I saw Royal Executive Hotel. I know exactly where that is. It's off 178th yeah. by West Ed. Yeah. But apparently they're a chain. So this one was in NISCU. I'm like, are you kidding me? So back in the car again, and again, aggressively drove to NISCU and again got there but this time got there right at 8 15 like i walked in and, and on stage right on stage just uh, right on dance floor really i mean i'm not that big of a deal they didn't have a stage for me so i just yeah i i just i literally ran in. i've never started a show dripping in sweat but i did <laughs> this one i just ran in i'm like i'm the comedian she's like let's go and boom we did it <laughs> so i'm gonna carefully uh. read these sheets from now on because you think you've read it you know me I scan. You know that. But these are things I probably should read. It was, and I, and it was quite amusing just getting your text oh, for the entire weekend. It was amusing. Well, I couldn't believe it. It's like stubbing your toe twice on the same thing. <laughs> like to text you the night before and go, oh my God, I almost drove to Saskatoon. <laughs> and then the next night, ah, I'm supposed to be a miscue. Oh my God. Goodness, do I have the wrong channel? I'm hearing Andrew and Jay at the same time. <laughs> I was only gone a week. Yeah, you know what? I was gone a, a handful of days, and it's been a long time since we were apart, right? Well, you took some time off there a couple weeks back or something. You took I, a day off. I took a day. Yeah, come on, folks. Get used to we it. We don't There's live here. A few more That's <laughs> right. A few more days. We're running out of calendar days to take our vacation, <laughs> so get used to this idea. It'll all we'll reboot the whole thing in January. Um, Vegas, how was it? Uh, well, I broke even on the ATM. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. It cost me $3 every time I took out money. So I, sl I just less a little less than break even. Um, was not a good financially, financially not a good trip. Well, yeah. Didn't lose well, the house, but. Yeah, that's what happens when you gamble, hmm. oftentimes. We stayed within the budget of yeah, what we intended to, good. we were able to lose and still consider that a a successful trip, but um, never before have we pushed the boundaries of that budget like we did this time. Just couldn't win. <laughs> On the last day, we started winning. I sent you a picture yeah. of a jackpot that I won, but we went the first three solid days with basically not winning a thing. Did you see any shows? We saw um, X Burlesque. Oh, didn't you? You've seen that before, haven't you? I have not. Oh. It was uh, exactly... I don't know what the burlesque part of that is, well, you know, burlesque, burlesque is, uh, yeah, it's a type of dancing. Yeah, but that and wasn't what this was. But this was a topless show is what it was. Yeah. So we kind of knew that. They, was, yeah. It was That's, a cheap ticket and it was at a casino we wanted to be at because it was at the Flamingo. So we were going to go gamble there anyway. So we got tickets to that. But the worst part of that scenario was probably the fact I thought there'd be a comedian <laughs> because that's what burlesque shows are really usually an MC of some kind comes out and sort of moves the show along but they don't do that but at the halfway point when there's some union designated break for the topless girls um, this comedian comes out and does 15 minutes 
which I would have to say the crowd loved. Mm. But I actually heard myself. It's a very small room, and, and you can hear everything in that room. I heard myself going several times, Duh! <laughs> Duh! And Carol was, like, kicking me. Stop it! It's just, it was, like, stuff like, you know, hey, great to be here in Vegas. Where are you from, sir? I'm from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh will all talk slower. Followed by me going, Duh! <laughs> <laughs> you know, come on. That was written 40 years ago. Yeah. <sighs> Although maybe that's very burlesque. But it was, uh, you know, for the price of the ticket. I'm curious how Vegas, was Vegas back to just be in Vegas after the that horrific shooting? You know, interesting. We went down to Mandalay Bay. Yeah. Um, specifically for that reason. I, I wanted to go down there and see what, what was going on. We looked at the site of where the uh, music festival had been. It's all fenced in. You can't really yeah. see, but... Some part of me just wanted to see that, having seen it on the news. So Mandalay Bay itself, uh, the casino was practically empty. The only indication that there had been a horrific shooting was a huge banner at the top of Mandalay Bay over the window Mm -hmm. uh, where that would have taken place that says hashtag Vegas strong. Mm -hmm. Um, But the one change we did see, and it's not related to the shooting, it's related to a previous incident there where somebody drove on the sidewalk, is that from one end of the strip to the other, they're installing these round barricades uh, that will prevent cars from going up on the sidewalks. Mm. And, and what I found was, and keeping in mind that when you're in Vegas, most people are not from Vegas. You, you rarely meet anyone from Vegas, if you know, aside from the dealers and yep. you know, hotel workers. Um, no one seemed to find that strange. That, I mean, you know, we, we talked to a few people and I talked to the one of the guys who was installing them. It would just, it, it's just the light. It, that's the world we live in, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's almost a surprise when you think about it. Think, oh, how come this hasn't been put in mm-hmm. sooner? Yeah. It doesn't interfere. You can't cross the strip anyways. You have to go to one of those, you know, paths that walk, that go over the, you know, you can't. You, I suppose you could dash, but it's, you know, four or five lanes um on, in one direction, four or five lanes in another. So it's never a good idea. So it doesn't impede pedestrian traffic in any way. But uh, there was no portion of the strip that was not under construction mm-hmm. with those barriers going in. And many of them had already been installed, but not yet unwrapped. So it's it's relatively recently done. And I don't. I was curious to find out, and I will still, as to who's paying for all of those. If the city of Las Vegas is paying for them, or if it, each casino is paying for the ones in front of their casino. I'm just curious, but... The state, gosh. Yeah, possibly. eh? But, uh, you know, aside from that, Vegas is based on customer service. Yeah. And uh, being touristy friendly, of course. So with each staff member that I interacted with, for whatever reason, I asked them, um, what was that day like? And it's funny. Nobody, not only do they not want to talk about it, of course, but they want you there. To have fun. To have fun. Don't, yeah. Um, But it's an oddity that that is... I believe, the greatest mass murder in the history of the United States. But you would think it was a traffic accident. Nobody nobody is shell-shocked from it, or nobody is, you know, just, oh, my God, that day, I'll never forget it. It wasn't, we didn't get that attitude from anybody. We got, ah, what are you going to do? It's the world we live in. You know, but that, is that the world yeah. we live in? I'm guessing the folks that were at that uh, country music festival, you know, different, mm-hmm. you would hear a different story. But Definitely. for the people who are living and working there... Yeah, I, I I'm still just uh, amazed that you know it's just kind of disappeared off 
off the radar. It's the craziest thing, I honestly. I mean, Sandy Hook, it, you know, the, the anniversary of Sandy Hook was yesterday. It was mm-hmm. like five years ago, six years ago yesterday, something like that. And See, what do you do? Uh, we talked about this, Carol and I, when we were down there, that if you have... You know, I remember many, many years ago, there was a shooting at a McDonald's Mm -hmm. down in the States. And you'll have to remind me, listeners, when that was or where that was. I want to say San Diego, but I can't recall. It's many, many years ago. And they ended up just demolishing the McDonald's. Like, okay, so we just don't want that Mm -hmm. to exist anymore. But what do you do when it's Mandalay Bay? Yeah. Right? I mean, you can't rebrand it. You can't demolish it. It's a beautiful hotel. Beautiful. I've stayed stayed at that hotel. The only time I've been to Vegas, that's where I stayed. Right. Um, And And truthfully, they did nothing wrong. No, well, you know, know, the questions about, you know, how did did they not notice all these suitcases going in? How do you not notice blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. But But it's all legal. So it's legal. And at the the end of the day, you know, the people who are coming in and out of the rooms have have a job to do to clean the rooms. That's right. And not to open your suitcases. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. Um, but yeah, w- what do you do? You just keep going, and I and I wonder, like that Mandalay Bay is a big hotel. It's a massive hotel. It is, and the casino. Like I say, I'm sure. I don't know that this is the reason, but it was empty. Yeah, it, it, there was very few people in the casino. Um, but I'm sure that will change Again, over time. Again, it's at the one end of the Strip, too. So Exactly. I'd actually not been to that casino yeah. before, so I'm not sure how busy they typically are. But Oh, boy. 2.18 on the 6.30 mm-hmm. Chet Afternoon News. Andrew back uh, in the saddle today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, okay. Leave it at that. <laughs> I didn't mean that to come up. That was funny. That was funny. Um, we have Eagles tickets to give away today. That nice. concert announced uh, last week. So we'll do uh, Eagles tickets coming up on the show today. We'll have a montage, a musical montage that you'll have to identify. Yes, the dreaded montage. Don't text me. But mm. yes, we're going to do it that way. And um, Rob Roach with our Monday edition of The Hoot. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, First day back. The hoot. The hoot. Ah, At 3.30. Okay, it's 2.23. Monday. Countdown is on uh, to Christmas. Almost Mm. done. um, I guess you didn't come home and the Christmas tree was up because your wife was with you. No. uh, Carol did put up uh, all the decorations inside. Hunter did the outside while we were gone. She, I think she might have done it on the Friday night when I was working. I can't recall. But I came home and they were done. Oh, she did it on the day I thought I was going to Saskatoon, so that would have been the Friday because she thought I'd be gone all day and the kids were out of the house. So place looks good. You know what else uh, got unveiled uh, while I was gone? What? This um, funicular. Did you hear about this? Who went to see and, and ride the funicular? I know Gord Steinke did because he put some video. We'll talk to him a, a little bit later on. But he uh, he was on the funicular. A lot of people on the funicular. So this is a thing kind of at the base from the Hotel McDonald mm. down to the uh, to the River Valley. What, 24? $24 million. $24 million. Now, that was cost shared, of course, with the province <laughs> and the uh, feds, right? Interesting, the coverage. You know, some people saying, oh, you know, it'll take a long time for people to get used to it. Number one. Number two, said, oh, It'll draw people from around the world. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Yeah, here's the thing. It's I don't think it's going to draw people from around the city. But I think, it, you know, like the new bridge, it's just another thing that makes us look, you know, sort of forward thinking and modern. But uh, in terms of how long, I, I think it'll take a long time for every Edmontonian um, to use it. But I think it'll take no time for at least one Edmontonian to urinate in it. I mean, that's what I really think is going to happen. Well, there's stairs along the side of it. So. Yeah. 
And and it was broken down on the first day, right? Paula Simons from the Edmonton Journal uh, went down, and it was uh, it was out of it's service. Not and, working right? Yeah, three guys were working on it, and yeah. I I had tweeted her back. It's probably just a signaling problem. <laughs> <laughs> I know the city is. Uh, they're tell boasting. Us, tell us, anyone? <laughs> yeah, they're boasting the fact that it was uh, done on time. And on budget, which yeah. is great. And I'm not going to hold it against them that it didn't work the first day. These things happen, I suppose. And, and certainly, I don't want to... It's hind- like taking an escalator. Well, yeah. In a it, box. It, it sort of looks like... Um, yeah, that's what it looks like. It kind of looks like one of those things that you'd that go up in the sky, uh, you know, to take you up to the top of a mountain or something. Only this one's not in the sky. It's on the ground. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, that's my attitude on it. Okay. Chedville, did any of you check it out? I'm curious to know. How are they going to... I mean, does it work all night long? Does it close down at a certain point? Because you've got to figure... Am I being cynical here? You've got to figure that's going to become a housing unit. That I mean, I can imagine anything that's left outside, off downtown, is that not going to become a place where drugs are going to be dealt, where... Uh, you know, homeless people will use it for shelter where, you know, gangs will spray paint it. Uh, I don't know, unless you put a guard on board. Mm. Perhaps I should have brought up these concerns before they spent the $24 million, but I don't know. It feels like if I was downtown and next to it, I suppose I'd give it a run. I'm not going to go downtown to to do it. Yeah, well, you don't go downtown. Well, so it can fit up to 20 people, accommodate bikes, strollers, and wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. Closes at 9 p.m., okay, say so these textures. Okay. 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. Oh, yeah, somebody asked about one other activity on the uh, funicular. Mm, a little uh, sexy time. Yeah, that puts the funicular right there. Hmm. Yeah, I, like I say, the bridge, the new bridge, which, by the way, is beautiful, um, looks great in pictures, and certainly makes your city look more modern and hip. Yeah. But nobody's traveling from Toronto mm. to see the bridge. And I sort of put the funicular in that same category. Well, I don't I think, think the people that are traveling, people who are coming to Edmonton as tourists will probably... It's an amenity, it. sure. Those those folks who uh, live and may work downtown. Yeah. Um, and for those of us who maybe pop into downtown, you know, once a month or whatever it is, might sooner or later say I'm going to take a ride on it, but I don't mm-hmm. like escalators. So yeah. I'll probably just take the stairs anyway, so... <laughs> Really? Well, you know that. I don't yeah, like no, 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 for sure. I know. But, it's you know, I, I think I'd probably just rather just walk up the stairs. Right it's now. worth the cost, said the mayor, from a tourism and brand promotion it's pretty, point of view. It looks nice. Health and wellness and recreation point of view as well, because Edmontonians love their river valley. This is going to give them a whole mm-hmm. new way to get in and out of it, especially awesome. from the busy downtown corner. Yeah, sure. which is great. Yeah. We'll see how it, uh, ask me in a year. Let's see. Let's see in a year. Yeah, if it's working properly, has not fallen off the tracks, and nobody's used it as a washroom, um, we should be good. <laughs> Taking my seven-year-old uh, grandson on Wednesday. Oh, nice. Well, someone let us know. Says, someone says it's like putting a Weight Watchers between Pizza Hut and Quiznos. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of true, because if the whole idea of going down to the River Valley is to for exercise, for exercise it's like, well, I'll go down and exercise, but somebody's going to have to carry me. <laughs> And my 19 friends. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it holds 20 or just four radio announcers. <laughs> 20 or just the afternoon yeah, news, actually. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> okay, the 2.30 news with Eileen Bell is coming up right now. Conversation with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chat, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Jalen Nye, I want to tell you because I saw a parcel by your desk this afternoon. I assume, did that... Did you receive that or are you sending that? No, I received that. That's from my mother. Nice. I saw that and I thought this might be information people could use. Over the weekend after I got back, I was down at a post office sending some uh, stuff away mm-hmm. and uh, picked this up. I thought perhaps people would be interested to know what the deadlines are because we're fast approaching mm-hmm. many of them. So if you want to send a package within Canada, these are Canada Post, of course. I don't have any information for couriers. Uh If you send a priority, these are holiday packages, you have until December 21st, express post December 20th, regular parcel uh, the 11th, so that'd be tomorrow. Today. Or today, okay, so today's your last chance for regular parcel, though at Christmas, I don't know that I'd ever trust regular. Uh, If you're just sending a card, local delivery December 20th, within your province December 19th, and outside your province December 18th. Now, if uh, for the rest of the world, real quickly, because we've gone past, you've uh, basically late. you've missed it. Yeah, yeah. for Europe, uh, December eighth for Express Post and regular parcel was October twenty eighth. Yeah, although um, you know what, I shipped uh, a ring to Tokyo in two days. So did you now? Yeah, in the summer. Nice. Mm-hmm. I uh, I have completed my Christmas shopping now and gotten all my parcels away. What? what? Yeah, including Carol's. Um, but had a bit of a snafu did with it. Did she buy it for herself she in Calgary? Or in, in Edmonton, in Vegas? In a way, yes and no. So here's what happened. And, you know, I'm sort of a... Uh, I don't even know how to describe me. I'm not very good at this stuff. But I knew... And, and I listened to part of your show, honestly, last week um, because of the um, Canada Player app. It comes in clear as a bell, by the way. And you were talking about uh, gift ideas, Mm -hmm. and there were some good ones there. And uh, I don't want to say because Carol listens to the show, but so I did, you know, some of the suggestions I heard. And then I felt like I needed that one item that had some thought and and romance in it. And and so I'm... Can't wait to hear this. Well, I'm running through the mall in Vegas, and I go by uh, Pandora's. Pandora? Pandora. Okay. So I'm going by Pandora and thought to myself, oh, here's what I'll do is I'll run in there and I'll get, because I got her a bracelet years ago. And the reason I got her that bracelet is I thought it would make shopping easily easily done moving ahead because you just have to buy yeah, new yeah. charms for it. So, so I went running into Pandora and I was like, hey, have you got something that's like just real Vegas, like a charm for the bracelet? And they were like, oh, we certainly do. And they pulled out like three or four selections. She had a tiny little slot machine and you had, I don't know, the Vegas sign and there was a couple of other things, right? And I thought, oh, this is brilliant. We go to Vegas twice a year. She loves it there. Uh, and, you know, it's... Uh, anyway, so I got I got one. But they give it to you. It's amazing. For a charm that's the size of a fingernail, they give you a bag that's pretty hard to hide. It's huge. So I... I take this bag out into the mall, and I take the charm out of it, and I hide the charm, and I throw the bag away with the receipt. And then I go (laughs) to the casino to meet up with my wife, who thinks I'm in the casino the whole time. We're just on different machines. And I don't know why, but as soon as I laid eyes on her, I thought, 
I know how good an idea this charm was, and I'll tell you how I know, because I've done it twice before. The last two trips in Vegas, I have bought her the exact same charm at that exact same store. So I panicked, and I just pulled the charm out of my pocket and said, do you have one of these? She was like, I have two of them. Damn it. (laughs) So we went back together to Pandora, found the bag and the receipt in the garbage. Thankfully, not much time had passed. And she shopped for a charm she didn't have that had nothing to do with Vegas. And then at that point, you feel like you can't really give it to her for Christmas because it's not going to be much of a surprise. So just for no reason. So, in fact, you haven't got the special romantic I did last night. Oh. Yeah. Although it also will come as no surprise because I overnighted it from a famous store that I remembered afterwards when it arrives. It has the name of the store all over it, although it'll have my name on it. So she'll probably put two and two together on that. She's the only one home to receive it. It's hard to surprise that woman, honestly. No. (laughs) It is. No, it wouldn't be if you worked at it. Well, I did work at Mm. it. Didn't see anyone else running through the mall in Vegas with a <laughs> with a charm stuffed in their pocket. There's that fella running down there with his cut off uh, sweatpants and his Crocs. Do you know the, yeah, that, exactly. And the worst part of that experience was his foreheads peeling. <laughs> that that's just it. I I wanted to be Look quick, at that Canadian. I wanted to be quick so that Carol wouldn't notice I wasn't in the casino. So I ran like I literally I almost knocked people over. And then I don't know if all Pandora stores are like this or just this one. But it's really well lit. Like it's Oh, like, yeah, it's very bright. Yeah, it's like you're on stage. And, and it's not like I'm unaccustomed to that kind of lighting, but not after a jog. So I'm dripping in, like I'm pouring sweat as I'm looking at these charms, right? And the woman reaches out and touches my hand and she goes, it's okay, she'll love it if it's from you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not nervous. <laughs> I'm just it's out not of shape. It's an engagement ring. <laughs> yeah, just, well, I know she'll love it. <laughs> I've been in Vegas for a week. I've been eating. I've been drinking. You know, that's the worst day when you can just feel sweat coming down the side of your face and Mm. you just know it's there. You keep like sort of subtly trying to brush it away so that she doesn't notice. And then you go, you look down at the counter and realize you've left puddles on the glass. When my kid moved to Tokyo because it's so humid there and trying Mm. to get acclimatized to it, it got to the point where he would would wear a towel. He'd have a towel around his neck. Really? Um, If he was traveling, especially on on the trains, the subways in the summer for the first little bit because he was just, he's like, you cannot under, and he, you know, you cannot He's a big under, boy too, right? Well, yes, yeah, so not the younger one, the, the yeah, taller yeah. one. And um, yeah, but he's six foot four. Mm-hmm. And he's cramped all in there. He says, it's just, you're just sweating. And hot air rises, so And the people are, are sweating on you. And yeah. he said he actually had, they were so jammed in close to one another. He, he had one guy pass out. <laughs> in it, between him and the person in front of him, and they were holding it. That's how tight really? they were. He was this, this guy. This is on like a subway. Yeah, yeah, yeah on the train. So if and everybody gets off, does that guy get off with them? Like, well, yeah, you just kind of <laughs> you drag someone off, right? You have to move. You have to know where you're going. Hey, who's the new guy? Oh, I met him on the subway. <laughs> hey, buddy, wake up! <laughs> you're sweating. You're sweating on my. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what they say: third charms the t- a time. Half ah, funny. Hmm. What does it say? Um, Etsy is a great kind of like Amazon or eBay, but mostly handmade items. It hmm. is, Trevor. That's a, that's Thanks, a good Trevor. one. Send it to Jay's house. Get it. Yeah, you right. Send what? The charm? Send send, 
Send the present oh. to my house. Uh, you know what? And then <laughs> Coach will lose his mind. He's like, right. what did you buy? Especially this, if Coach opens it up. This is from Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've become close over the well, years. Well, it is, you know, birthday month, so <laughs> birthday Christmas. Uh, it's all sitting in a bag in our bedroom. I'm sure Carol's probably gone through it already because I didn't wrap it yet. Because so, There's no point in putting a present out of the tree because Carol doesn't even shake them or anything. She looks at them and goes, oh. A hundred dollar gift card from wherever. You're like, how would you gift card I could go with? I could sure that you know. <laughs> and I've tried every like putting little rocks in the box and making it a bigger box so that when she shakes it and then she shakes it and goes, Oh, that'll be a gift card with rocks in the box. Like, okay. You you need to find some new tricks, mister. Old I'll dog, say. you need to find some new tricks. <laughs> Not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> Someone says hire a personal secretary, Andrew. It's a great idea. Most guys just send parcels to work. Uh, you know, I don't know how I didn't think of that. I guess after all these years at Chet, I still sort of kind of feel like I just drop by here, chat and leave. Like I don't think well, of it as my yeah. office, right? So, <laughs> But that would be a great idea because, of course, there's a receptionist to sign for yeah. it. Carol wouldn't see it. I could. Bree, yeah. who is operating our show today, yes, she has uh, run up and down those stairs a hundred times today, dropping things off. For, really? for people who have, you know, had how have I never thought delivered. of that well, before? You know, just not thinking this through properly. Well, you you just seem to have been. Um, the thinking part. <laughs> yeah. Recently. In the past few days. It's, it's been actually going on for weeks, and it's just getting worse. And I don't know if it's just, obviously I'm getting older, but it's also, a, you know, a very busy time for yeah, me, right? Yeah. And Lots of things going lots on. Lots of balls in the air. And I, I just seem to be um, losing focus a little bit. I had to constantly remind myself uh, last week that I had... Uh, an event to MC on Friday night. Mm. So last week it was I had an event Friday, Saturday. Was supposed to have an event Tuesday, which I I, I said I can't I can't go to. Wednesday night had an event. Friday night had an event. Saturday night had had an event. But oh my gosh, I woke up Friday morning. I'm like, oh, I can come home straight after work tonight. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, I have a big event at the really. Windsphere. So it's not just me. No, I, I think it. I think Everything it is just again. Sort of blurs together. I think it is again. Just that that time of year and. Um, Writing lists are is a good thing. Mm. Is actually writing things down and but there's you know what there's some things stuff. you wouldn't even think to write down on a list though, and and I'm almost embarrassed to admit this, but I I have to shoot down the highway to Calgary tonight after the show, and I'm yeah. going to turn around and come right back, and it's because I have to deliver something to uh, Calgary. So I thought it would be a better idea if my daughter Ashley met me in Red Deer. Mm -hmm. So she drives an hour and a half, I drive an hour and a half. We Perfect. Do, yeah, and I can give her the presents for all the grandchildren. Yeah. You know, so I texted her last night, hey, uh, can you meet me in Red Deer? I explained why I needed her to do it. And she was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And she was totally behind. And then this morning I got a text <laughs> from her saying, well, my husband boyfriend doesn't think it's a great idea that I'd be on the highway and I text back oh yeah why is that <laughs> and she's like you're kidding right and I'm like oh is there a storm in Calgary and she goes no I'm nine months pregnant and right at that moment you look at all the texts and go okay how do you recover from that <laughs> like what do you text back that doesn't reek so, of I forgot you, you were then, pregnant then you should have responded back saying oh it must be me with pregnancy brain yeah I should have done or just blamed her 
No. She's at full term. Mm -hmm. She's actually, her due date is, uh, I think they're inducing, December 15th. This weekend. It's this weekend. And I'm Friday. And I'm suggesting she jump in the car, drive to Red Deer at night, grab some presents from me, and head back. <sighs> hmm. And she just texted me from Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't just go into labor, did no, she? No, no. Wanted to let me know. There's. We're putting together some a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And, and one of part of it just arrived at her house. So. Oh, good. Yeah. So that's good. Good. But I honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, I did forget she was pregnant. Is that the worst? Well, you know, yeah, how much time have you spent with the grandkids? Not a lot. And I forgot, the last time I forgot something major with that girl was a few years ago. Turned out, no big deal now. Um, where I was looking at my day planner, and I saw that I had an open weekend, and I couldn't understand why I would have an open weekend. So I got hold of a comedy club in Vancouver, and I was like, hey, have you got anyone booked for this weekend? They were like, no, I'd, I'd love to do it. And they were like, you're in. I'm like, great. So I put it in my day planner, then I texted my agent and said, show me is unavailable these dates, and got a text back from my agent. Well, is Ashley not getting married that weekend now? Oh, yeah, that's why the weekend was open. You'd think I'd have written it down, wouldn't you? Daughter's wedding. You'd think I'd have made a note well, of that. Well, you know, I, I think just would have thought that you'd know that and remember that. I know. I'm not a good person, honestly. I cannot, I don't know why details that are so important like that, I, I honestly just can't remember them. And the, the worst is when there's witnesses to it. The worst is when you're like pre-checking in for your flight and it wants you to say your wife's birthday, right? And you're like, oh, Okay. Oh, I still have trouble with that one. Do you? Well, not your wife's birthday. I could probably remember that one, but my husband's birthday. Because when I met them, they they kept f- um, fooling, trying to trick me with, was it May 30th or 30, 30 days of September, April, June, and uh, yeah, May 30th or May 31st. Mm. Um, they kept going back and forth, and so they confused me, and to this day, I'm still not confident when I give his birthday. Hmm. I've got the year down. I got the month down. Just not sure about the day. Well... Yeah. I, I, I can pretty much nail Carol's birthday now. I know what it is. It's written down in your phone? Well, I know. Yeah, but I remember it anyways. It's the kids' birthdays that I, I can remember the day. I can't remember the year. And if the Oilers were more successful with Stanley Cups, I'd be able to remember the years as well. Oh, so you could base it on... Yeah. On, oh, okay. Like the they won the Cup the year before, like that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Then I would totally know mm. the years. But I never get that right. And usually it doesn't come up much anymore because they're adults, but it used to be when you pick up prescriptions for them. So you take them to the doctor and then they go, oh, and what's your daughter's birthday? And you'd be like, it's uh, January. You kind of look around hoping somebody else in the line might know your daughter or your daughter pipes up with what, or your son. I'm terrible with numbers. You are not terrible with numbers. I'm good with math, bad You're, with numbers. Yeah, no, just I think it's you just don't care. Oh, ouch, day one. Don't care about my kids. No, don't care about remembering the days. Didn't say you remember. You know kids. that's probably true. And say so you don't. Because you know, no. I know you care about your kids a lot. So you just don't care yep. about remembering the numbers. That's right. And I don't remember people's names. But I think we have gotten to the point, thanks to tech. Would you turn that sorry, off? Sorry, I forgot you had to do that when you're doing radio. 
I'll take care of it. You, you I talk. think one of the things is, is that I'm going to partially blame technology for it. Yes. Because we have become so reliant on Facebook telling us when everybody's birthday is yes. or a little pop-up on your phone telling or you that. somebody's phone number or phone for that number. matter. I mean... How many phone numbers off the top of your head do you know anymore? I don't know your phone number. You don't know my phone number. I know my own. I know my own number. I know my husband's number. Yeah. I know my mom's number and my brother's number. That's it. Well, you look at um, the time we were down. Technology. We've just become. We've just turned it all over to something else. When we were in the Dominican, and you've you know. Oh yeah, you ridiculed me for this, but I I was trying to switch my contacts from my phone to my card in my phone just to allow more memory, more space. And somewhere along the way, like the card wasn't inserted or something, um, they got wiped out. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I did spend part of my vacation putting those contacts back in based on messaging. I went to texting and now nobody's name was there anymore. Trying to figure out based on the conversation. Right, but you look at the conversation and go, oh, okay, that's my agent. Oh, okay, that's, you know, you or whatever, right? But literally, it, it would have wiped me out I, I, I can't do business without those numbers. I did, you know what I mean? I, I know what you're saying. What I was ridiculing you for was doing it, spending the better part, oh, um, doing it on a beautiful afternoon. Well, I was in still outside. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what are you going to do? Uh, yeah. But you, you, you're on your phone a lot. Yeah, it's true. On vacation, listening to the 6.30 Jet Afternoon News. I just, I did, yeah, but I enjoy your voice. I enjoy the show. I'm not checking up, if that's where you're going with that. No, I'm not not saying that you're checking up. What I'm saying, though, is that you should be out enjoying your vacation and not worrying about work. Well, I find it very soothing to hear (laughs) your voice. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. While I'm losing hundreds of dollars at a penny machine. (laughs) (laughs) Jay, just tell me to stop. Just tell me to stop. Someone just... Yeah. All righty. Somebody be the voice of reason here. Tickets on the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. Uh, Rob Roach will check in with uh, the Monday edition of The Hoot. And I've got a complaint with regard to the city of Edmonton I'd love to get into oh, in the next half hour. Oh, gosh. Doesn't have anything to do with the tree, does it? Nope. It has to do with $50 million. <sighs> I know it doesn't seem like I should have a complaint about this. The city asking the residents to do something to earn them $50 million, but... I can tell you what about what, what it's about in uh, just a few minutes, but I, I do have a problem with the whole process. Alrighty, we'll get into that much more on the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. Stick around. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.